You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, team, we're back with this conversation, part two of this conversation with Kathy Deach. And here we're going to talk about the Shen Shen track of Wicked, and we're going to belt together. So fasten your seatbelts, team. Here we go. Will you teach me one of the lines? It's not hard. You could do I know, it. but I don't know it. Well, tell me, tell me, give me, give me the like, oh my, give me you're the line that me, they're like, you're literally going to make me I'll do, do it, it right now. Yeah, and I'll do it too. Like, what's like the note ter- they need you to sing? What, like, what's the note that the Shen Shen track has to hit? I think it's an F sharp at the end, like some terrible. I don't read music very well, but like, what's the song? <laughs> You're really gonna make me do this? Oh my gosh! Or you we tell me. Talk- I know the music. You tell me the song. I'll see if I can do it. You can tell me. You can coach me real quick. It's just the so. I only have one solo line that I fought very hard for. By the way, that's like a whole other story. That's like a story for another podcast. This is what the I people want to hear, Kathy. They want to hear know, this. Okay. So. I, so they took a solo that, um, in San Francisco, we were out of town. Carol Shelley had who played Madame Marvel okay. and they sort of broke it up within the cast, but they were only picking men. I think it was because of the key it was in. And I literally <laughs> was like, raised my hand all mad. And I was like, um, can I just pitch that maybe we could have a woman have one of these solos? Like I literally was such a... Yeah. Biatch. And Steve, Stephen Ramis was like, okay, Deech, you can have one of the solos. I was like, thank you. <laughs> just like obnoxious. Just like young and obnoxious. So I got like some terrible green blizzard through Avalanche. Oh, so that's, that's my, right. That's me. Right. Through Avalanche. That's that one, right? Yeah. I remember listening to it like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, I know. I know. Well, this okay. I got to tell another story now. We're talking about high notes. Um, I don't care if it's a longer episode. This is what the people want to hear. All the, all the belting lovers out there are listening. Okay. So fast. I'm just going to tell a story that this is, you guys were going off script. All right. I was trying to get in every room for every Broadway show my entire life. I lived in New York for 16 years. I could never get in the freaking room. So I had a friend who was an associate on the, on nine to five for the choreography present. Like they do like the, um, the choreographers, some, for those of you that don't know, have to also audition for the job. Right. And so they have to create a, I don't know, seven minute presentation, like an opening number and something else. Right. And then they show it to the team and that's who gets the job. So my friend was an associate, Shanna Vandeworker. Um, you probably don't, you know, Shana, another yeah, friend, yeah. another friend in common. Yeah. And so she texts me and she's like, are you available? I'm doing the choreography presentation, um, with Chris Catelli. Um, and we need like a, a, a belting woman. Like you don't need to be a fierce dancer. And cause she knew I wasn't, I was like, of course I was like, yes, I'm available. I didn't even know if I was, but I was like, yes. So, um, I go in, it was like, I don't know, three or four days of rehearsal and stuff. And like, I was really nervous. And also like my heart was pounding because I was finally in a room with all these people that I was like always trying to get in a room with. Right. So, okay. Point of story. 
we're in a um, music rehearsal and we're singing tumble out of bed and a stumble to the kitchen work, right? That was the part of the ensemble. I'm sitting behind, I think it was like um, Laura Bell Bundy and um, what, uh, Matt Morrison. They played the like leads. Yeah, yeah. So of course the music director was like, all right, who's this? Um, oh, but hold up. So the soprano line was that, but like, it was all this like high scrouting, which I can do. And um, I never get to sing soprano because I'm actually like a mezzo and then you can belt, but they're like, we need more. So, so they're like, who's a soprano? I like shot my arm up as high as I could. And they're like, okay, we need a few of you to go down a second. And I didn't, I was like, nobody knows me in here. I am not giving up this opportunity to finally scrout my face off. I love and I did it. it and I got to do it. And it was the best. We sung through it. Everybody in front of me, like turned around and looked at me like, who are you? And I was like, Oh my God, I feel so seen. Never got the job. <laughs> Wait a second. You're going to die. Because once again, we are connected. Stephanie, we are so connected. I did the nine to five workshop. I was also. Oh, yeah, because then that went into down. like a workshop. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So did you do the I, show too? Well, I did not do the show, which okay. God knew what he was doing. Let's just say that. God knew what he was yeah. doing. Yeah. Man's rejection so is God's projection. It's definitely it. Um, and I feel like I sang that part that you're talking about. Yeah. It's like crazy high, and I had so much fun. Yeah, I fun. love to know that you got that job. So anyway, I love that. Um, enough on scrouting. Um, okay, we're gonna finish our episode with. I can hear the LA city like dump truck. I'm so outside. sorry. Uh, we can pause if you want. It's no, it's, it's okay. Tra- it's, it's you trash know what? Jay. I know. I usually have groundskeepers coming in. It's okay. All right, we're gonna keep it real. We're gonna move into like our fun little section before we do our rapid fire. I just want to say. Um, Thank you so much again. I think this is a really important conversation. Um, and I'll say it one more time. I think um, for me, what I've really been trying to think about for myself and for my clients is why are we doing this? Why are we moving? Rather than what are we afraid of? What are we trying to create for our lives? What are we trying to create for our lives? And how can we use fitness and movement and healthful eating to help create that rather than what am I trying to not be? What am I trying to run away from? What am I afraid yeah, of? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That's Here beautiful. we go. Can we, can, can I, can I just talk a little bit more about that? Because we yes. talked about something last time that I definitely wanted to make sure I said, because I feel like yeah. you said it and I want to make sure everyone knows that you said it to me and it really hit me because you've sure. been so beautiful and generous this whole conversation. Um, about how I changed your life. No, I'm kidding. So, um, but I mean, like, you're really nice. So we talked a lot about like wellness and fitness being code words for fat people, right? Like, mm-hmm. and how, like, anytime something says wellness or fitness, we really know it means weight loss. Like you can call Weight Watchers WW. We all know what it is. And you and I had like a whole thing about like, how do you make moving your body, making your body, um, basically like be sort of enjoy like mm-hmm. at its power, at its strength and, and what it gives to you. And I was like, wow, I really feel like when, and whenever I do anything with my body, like dancing or, or if I'm just taking like a luxurious walk somewhere, I have a new puppy, I have a, I have a pandemic puppy and it becomes, it becomes a way for me to be really hyper present mm-hmm. and being present like very in the now helps 
release my creativity. It releases mm-hmm. stress. Like it just has so many benefits. So I just wanted yeah. to say like, without you sort of leading me into that conversation, I would have never put that together. And I just wanted to thank you for that. Oh, good. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that because I do think that's extremely, extremely important for all of us to remember. Um, okay. Rapid fire. These are random. There's 10 of them. Please try not to hesitate when you answer. I'm really good at this. Okay, great. Favorite restaurant, New York City. Haven't been there so long, but pasties. Great. I don't even know where that is. Favorite restaurant, LA. This is the same question. This is number one. New one, Ladybird Cafe. New favorite. Great. Okay. Favorite TV show? Right now, what we do in the shadows. <laughs> Great. Um, a dream Broadway show to just be in. Like if you're like, I want to, because I want to sing this show. Dream show. Oh, the, the mother load is Mama Rose and Gypsy. Great. Okay. So dream role, Mother Rose. Great. Yeah. Um, or Ma- Mother Rose. <laughs> Mother Rose. <laughs> That's, that's a cut. That was a cut nun in Sound of Music. Um, can you imagine Mama Rose as a nun in Sound of Music? That's funny. Okay, I, it felt um, a little like Pence to me. Like, like it's a little Utah. It's a little yeah. Um, number five, favorite drink, whatever that means. I love an iced tea, no lemon. Great. Favorite vacation destination you ever went on or went to? Oh, I mean, I love. My, I, you couldn't call it, it was a working vacation, but I loved touring Europe and I have a dream of going back to the coast of Croatia. There was a town Pula that I went to that was unreal. Great. What's your favorite thing about New York City? Oh, just one thing. I like that it is always open. Yes. Because in LA, that is something that is not true. Correct. So like if, even if you were nuts at two in the morning and were like, I have to get out of my house, there's There's a place open and you know, somebody there. (laughs) Great. Favorite thing about LA. Come on. The weather. It's great. It's great. Um, The favorite show you've ever been in. Oh, this is, I mean, if you were in Provincetown for three weeks, Gosh, so many years ago, I did a show called A Girl Called Dusty, and I got to play a 15-year-old Dusty Springfield before she changed her name. Her real name was Mary Catherine O'Brien. Wow. (coughs) Excuse me. And um, I got to be, like, the younger self she kind of dumped and, like, chased her her whole life, kind of haunted her. She had a lot of demons, Um, uh, Dusty Springfield. But her music canon was unbelievable. So I got to like sing this incredible music and like act my head off and be funny and charming and have a British accent. But I was in a Catholic schoolgirl uniform. Like it was just awesome. And it was like a dream place. Like Provincetown is magic. Yeah. And I, would, awesome. I actually one day, Knockwood, perhaps I will produce or and or direct that show. It, it's yes. really and give another little fat girl a chance. That's what I yes. actually would All right. Last, last but not least, what is the favorite show? We're still, we're talking stage here. You've ever been in the audience and seen. Ooh. Or we can say um, a favorite if that makes it easier, but top, top three. Oh man. Um, I, I loved once 
like mm. unnaturally <laughs> like <laughs> other like left my body once mm-hmm. like connected to my and I'm half Irish and it connected mm-hmm. to my ancestry in a way that I just lost my mind um but there I'm I know there's so much that I love and a lot of them are straight plays quite honestly mm-hmm. I saw yeah. uh I saw Faith Healer on Broadway, which had Ray Fiennes in it and Cherry Jones and mm-hmm. a guy who played like the emperor in Star Wars, who's like obviously a very famous British actor who his name I totally not remembering right now. And it was a three-hander and I was in the fifth row and I was like, oh, I don't know that I'll ever see better acting ever again. So yeah, yeah those are the t- cool. those are the ones that come to my brain, my COVID Amazing. brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, all right. Anything else you want to share or send our people to before we hang up? Anything going on that you want to Absolutely. share? You know, I am, as an extension of everything that I've sort of gathered and plus this, I've been doing um, sort of beta versions of like antibody bias workshops. Mm-hmm. And so if you feel like any of this hits you, and you feel like you're somebody who's like, I'm ready to like not give a crap about what my body looks like. Um, looks like you mm-hmm. wanted to feel that's like different thing, but what it looks like. Um, and you want to delve deeper into this work. I'm sort of working with people and like a very Amazing. like pay what you can basis, mm-hmm. but so okay. you can always reach out on any of the plus this show, every, every social media it's at plus this show. Um, two T's and, uh, but, and they all have my email and stuff on there too. So just reach out. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to say that. Of course. Oh my gosh. Um, thank you so much. This was, um, really, really, really fantastic. Um, we usually, I was like, we're going to keep it at like 25 to 30 minutes, 45 (laughs) minutes later, (laughs) but we had, we had to belt together that, that, that feels like a belt. You peer pressured me. Nobody usually gets away with that. You're special. <laughs> I think it's because I, I committed to doing it with you. Um, all right, team, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you for being here. Um, check out the episodes, the other episodes that are on the network. Um, we have a couple more coming to you, and then we're going to call it season one. Um, thank you so much for listening. Kathy, have a great day. Thanks for being here. You too. Thanks again. Bye. Welcome to the Leading Lady Fitness Podcast. This is Steph Wilberting, your host. Here, we'll be talking about all things wellness, how it impacts our journey and affects the way we show up in the world. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.